Are you ready to take your real estate investing business to the next level? Well, you're in the right place. This is the Real Estate Investing Morning Show. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. With your mentors, Wayne and Gabby. Good morning and welcome to the Real Estate Investing Morning Show. Today is Tuesday, August 30th, 2022. The weather today will be a high of 30 degrees in Edmonton. Hot one. Thanks, Ev. You got lots of energy in the morning, kiddo. <laughs> I love it. Good morning, everybody. Broadcasting live as we do every morning, Monday through Friday at 6 a.m. Mountain Time on the Podbean app. Joining live to the show. Get your questions answered. Uh, click that call-in button for free coaching as well. You can join in on the chat just like everybody else this morning saying uh, lots and lots and lots of good mornings. Actually, I'm still scrolling. Still scrolling. <laughs> Nothing but good mornings. Chris and Roxanne are in Cancun. Must 28 be nice. degrees, chance of thunderstorm. Must be nice. <laughs> That's awesome. Listening in. It's good. Good for you guys. Well, it is 8 a.m. <laughs> yeah, but they're on vacation. Yeah. Their children, I think. Hmm? I, I said with their children, I think. Do you guys have your kids with you? I just, that was an assumption. I never checked. <laughs> oh, what do we got going on today, everybody? <clears throat> got a little tickle in my throat. Okay. Well, I guess Joey wants to call in. Joey's like, how do I? Through your upcoming events. Hello. 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 Joey, are you there? Oh. You have poor reception. Yeah, you're cutting in and out. Gosh darn. I had a feeling that was going to be a really good call. Uh-huh. That's a darn shame. <laughs> I'll save my question for tomorrow. Aww. Joey, you can you can type in the comments if you want. We'll let it slide. <laughs> With a little sad face. What are uh, our upcoming events? We have uh, one coming up real quick. We do? Wednesday. Which is? Lake Bonavista. Calgary. Flip me up. Okay. Yeah. Yes, if you are in the Calgary area and you want to come out and meet myself and a bunch of other real estate investors, uh, you got to come out to our Lake Bonavista Fix and Flip Meetup. Uh, we're holding it at, obviously, our, our, our Fix and Flip there. It is in like the prep stages. Um, demo is complete. We're just doing some prep stuff. Um, I believe sealing, texturing is getting done on Friday. If I recall, I got to follow up on that. I want to make a note. <laughs> um, ceiling texture. We never got a confirmation on that. I think we did. <clears throat> you think we did? I think we did. I had Monday in my head. Because it was supposed to be yesterday. And then we rescheduled it because of our meeting and some other delays. Mm, okay. And you think the confirmation was completed? Yeah, I do believe so. <laughs> I don't think so. Anyways, um, yeah, so come on out for that. I think we got spots for about any 50, 60 people. Um, I don't know how many spots are left, though. Um, it is tomorrow, so. Um, but it's nice. I, I love doing I love doing meetups, and um, I love doing meetups in Calgary because I've only been to one so far. <laughs> so this <laughs> Lots is gonna, of new faces to yes, me. Yes. Yeah. yeah, you get to. In Edmonton, more or less, you know about 90% of the room. But mm -hmm. in Calgary, I know absolutely no one mm -hmm. um but there's a few uh, edmonton folks that are actually coming up to uh mm -hmm. to uh calgary i heard uh, jeremy's coming up to calgary as well yeah. saw a video last night so that's pretty cool matt Gordian, uh, matt cassidy <clears throat> matt cassidy's coming as well yeah oh yeah aren't they going skydiving or something or like they're doing like a hot air balloon <laughs> hot air balloons are fun until you land why is jeremy and matt cassidy flying in a hot air balloon together. 
I'm just kidding. I'm sorry. <laughs> just something in the sky. Yeah, yeah. Skydiving sounds about right. <laughs> Crazy cats. Yes. Ever been skydiving, Gabby? Negative. You want to go skydiving? No. Me either. That's why we're I've... meant for each other. <laughs> I've been bungee jumping, and that was terrifying enough. Uh, I, I'm a, I'm an entrepreneur. I'm all about calculated risk. <laughs> I don't see any upside other than than bouncing back up. See what's, <laughs> with <laughs> that is jumping. the upside. See, yeah, yeah, that is the upside of uh, bungee <laughs> jumping. But there's no upside to skydiving. You just you just hope that the this piece of cloth works. <laughs> Um, I have an exciting and wonderful life. I don't need to um, uh, chance death to feel. <laughs> no offense to you guys. I'm sure you're going to have a lot of fun. Um, not my thing. I would have to be pushed out. In fact, bungee jumping, I was like yelling, arguing with the guy to push me. And he's like, I can't. And I was freaking out on him that he needed to push me. Sorry, dude. <laughs> this is regulations. <laughs> I'm assuming that's what the guy sounded like where you did it. <laughs> the Vancouver Island. Was it? Oh, I nailed it. <laughs> nailed it. Um, Fun times. Yeah. I bet. What, what other events coming up? I love how you said I would need to be pushed out. I would. Wouldn't be able to jump. Yeah. That's like a decision, a terrifying decision that needs to be made. Like, And I am not capable. What are you doing? Are you trying to like nothing? Kathleen wanted to call in, then she didn't want to call in. Okay, nothing. Why are you being so paranoid? <laughs> Sorry, my bus hit a bump. So <laughs> <what> Kathleen said, <laughs> "I don't know why that's so funny." Because you're visualizing it. Her <laughs> frantic. She, she she hit a her hit a hit a bump on the bus. She, her thumb accidentally hit the call in button. And then she's frantically trying to uncall in <laughs> and we're visualizing it. And it sounds, it, it visually, it looks funny. <laughs> oh, uh, boy. Uh, no, Kristen, uh, nobody would push me, but I did end up um, stumbling off the ledge. <laughs> goodness. Yeah. Stumbling? I have, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, um, what other upcoming events do we have? <laughs> It's a terrific question. Uh, let me just check the calendar. <laughs> Hold on. Let me pull up my calendar app. Uh, well, through these I, days. honestly, I don't, I don't think we have anything else coming up. We have September, September 18th. Twiddle meetup. Oh, that's what it was. <laughs> that's what it was. September 18th, we have another meetup. Same, same type of meetup. Same fix and flip type of meetup, um, but in Edmonton. Um, so we're kind of alternating every other week, um, with Calgary's and Edmonton's and, um, yeah. So in Edmonton on September 18th, um, we're also hosting a, uh, fix and flip meetup there at our Tweddle place, uh, fix and flip. Yes. That one there is also in the prep stages and it is currently getting the ceiling done. So they're almost, <laughs> both properties are like at the same point. Twinsies. Twin. <laughs> Twinsies. Uh, yeah, they're both at the same point. So that's exciting. Um, I went and stopped by there yet to, yesterday and the day before. Um, I, got, I had to grab the tub. Gabby yeah. got a tub delivered and that was in the area. So I, uh, I dragged it into the garage. Do we want to talk about my tub oopsies? I was going to. All right, let's talk about it. <laughs> I made Is a that note. it for upcoming I made, events? I made a note um, somewhere about a tub. And then I'm like, nope, don't touch that. Okay, so um, a lesson for you guys. Um, don't let your wife order tubs. <laughs> I order tons of supplies for our uh, renovations. Don't preface it. Just don't. No, I do. But here's the thing is that all of those supplies that I order are all the same supplies that I order over and over and over again. Yes. I don't need to think about it. I don't need to do anything. I just have a list of, Kate. Okay, we need... Um, Shower faucets, sink faucets, mirrors, same lights, the same doorknobs, the same this, the same that. Like everything's the same. Mm -hmm. I just need to count how many in each because they'll all have a different number of doors, different number of light fixtures, that type of thing. So 
it's it's easy it's systematic i don't need to think about it but this was my first time needing to order a whole bunch of bathtubs and so like anybody would do i did a whole bunch of research mm-hmm. it's like okay so um they need to be this size they come some of them are a little bit wider and you know in one of our places we had um a little bit tighter of space so we wanted um the kind of standard one not the little bit wider one so like i was Where going through um at Lake Buena Vista, oh, um, be- where the door is. He said it's pretty tight, so make sure it's 30 width, not 32 or, or whatever. So um, going through all these measurements and making sure, you know, you need to left-hand drain versus right-hand drain. And, like, there's all these things that you need to confirm, right? And I went over the measurements of these tubs, like, 50 times. But then I was looking at all the different brands and all the different price points, and it's time-consuming, and it takes – it. It just takes a while to make your final decision. So I was pretty proud of myself that I came to my final decision. I ordered all of the tubs for all of the places. And at some point throughout all of my research and and so like weeding down of the tubs, I missed that the one that I picked was a shallow tub, not was- one of the big, deep, nice, big, deep ones that everybody oh. wants. And it, and that was one of the measurements that I went over and over and over and over again in all of the tubs to make sure that all of these things were right. And somehow, so Wayne was doing a live video at um, Parkview here in Edmonton. And I'm watching the live while I'm plugging away working. And all of a sudden he goes into the bathroom and I'm like looking closer and closer at my phone. And I'm like, is that a freaking shallow tub that was installed? And then, yeah, so... I saw the box in the living room. I'm like, wow. I've never really paid attention to, like, tubs, like, when they get delivered. And I'm like, that is a small box. <laughs> I'm like, ah, it must be sideways or something. I, but I, I'm never yeah. paying attention to that kind of stuff. Even when I was doing a live video, I was thinking about what to talk about. I wasn't even looking at the tub. Yeah, so I quickly text him, and I was like, is that a small tub? And so he finishes his video and is doing whatever he met with somebody there. And then he finally texts me back and he's like, yep. (laughs) I had this tub delivered to like four different sites and two of them. So Parkview as well as um, Lake Bonavista were already installed and plumbed and everything. So Mm -hmm. unfortunately with Parkview, um, it had been like drywalled in, like this whole ledge was created around it and blah, blah, blah. So um Plus, it has a massive soaker tub downstairs and, like, another stand-up shower and everything. So that one's, like, whatever it is, what it is, that was a mistake. Um, Have to deal with it. But uh, Lake Bonavista, it had been... (laughs) It had been um, installed and plumbed, but no drywall or anything had gone in. So, um, So I immediately messaged our contractors and was like, are we uh, like, are we too far gone or can this tub come out? Like I need to replace it. It's the only bathtub in the property, which is important. We have two stand-up showers in the other two bathrooms. So this tub is important, especially it's a, um, what range of sale price are we at? Like 800,000. Yeah. Over $800,000. Which is normal for Calgary. So this house needs a desirable tub. Like we can't just have a little dinky tub in there. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So, Unfortunately, there's a little bit of lost money there on Lake Bonavista because obviously I'm not going to, I don't think I'm going to be able to return that tub. Actually, I should find out about that. I just assumed I won't be able to. And I had to get a Throw whole bunch of- Throw the and sell it. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, see if you can get some money back. But uh, yeah, so that was a little bit of a lesson learned. Well, I don't know what lesson I learned. I mean, like I did my research. I, I was trying to do the right thing. I just missed it at the final step. You know what, to be honest, I mean, um, for the amount of stuff that you order. I'm surprised I don't make more mistakes. <laughs> it is what it is. Yeah. And it, and it's not like it's a super high ticket. It's not like I ordered the wrong kitchen or something, you know? <laughs> right. It's, uh, and the amount of labor it's going to take to get it out and another one there is not that much. Yeah, really. for sure. Um, so it is what it is. Hey, Pete, repeat, just uh, join in the chat here. Pete, repeat. I haven't noticed Pete in if Pete is hiding, if he, if Pete's been here, he's been hiding in the back of the room very quietly. He does that though. He's just sneaky. Sneaky. Don't sneaky. say sneaky Pete. <laughs> <laughs> That's how nicknames are created. 
okay. Um, well, good to see you, Pete. Um, and Taylor says mistakes happen, Gabby. You're only human. Oh, absolutely. After all. Yeah. No, I don't like, I don't feel bad about it or anything. I was just like, holy, I need to, I need to get some new tub stat, <laughs> especially like Twiddle, the plumber's coming on Thursday. So I um, made sure that the tub was there. Uh, well, I ordered them as soon as I noticed on Sunday, I ordered them that, that afternoon. Where's the other tub? In the garage, I think. What? Sorry. Oh yeah. I need to make sure that the right one gets installed. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, uh, we should, we should probably, uh, <laughs> maybe, maybe send a message and see if we can, uh, get that, that other tub returned. Yeah. But again, I would make sure the right tub is returned. Yeah. Remember, I dragged that in there. Oh, goodness gracious. It happens. Yeah. Um. Oh, Val. Yeah. Uh, any other up? Oh, uh, we're still working through upcoming events. So you know, let's let's take a quick little break from our sponsor here, for, real quick. Hold up, hold up, hold up. You put me on the spot here. I'm not ready. Okay, I'm ready. There's no secret. The key to making money in real estate is buying at the right price. And one of the best ways you can do that is by working with a professional and established wholesaling company like DCI Properties. DCI Properties operates in Southwest Ontario, Calgary, and Edmonton, and has successfully assigned over 350 properties to date. Why pay retail on the MLS when you can save thousands buying off-market? To get on their buyers list for Alberta, visit www.dciproperties.ca slash albertabuyers, or for Ontario deals, go to www.dciproperties.ca slash buyers. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you, DCI. And thank you, DCI. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm having to clear my throat a lot more than normal this morning. So I got a little tickle. You know, it's 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 that. Um, what do you look? For? No tickles. <laughs> uh, no, it's it's uh, it's it's. I've been praying for cooler nights with the window oh, open. Oh yeah, but it's and we've been getting it, and up. my face is right there, right at the window. Yeah. And I'm um, waking up in the middle of the night, just like yeah. It feels it feels nice just to have a nice cool breeze coming in the morning but uh then again yeah <laughs> um shortly after that september 18th meetup in uh, edmonton by the way guys like I, I really hope that you guys have did we say you got to sign up for those it's free it's free entry but you got to sign up for it maybe we'll see pete repeat there maybe um september 18th all you got to do is go to um our free real estate investing masters Facebook group. And if you look at the top and the pinned featured uh, items, you'll see at the top there, the registration for both of those meetups. Um, and uh, yeah, register on Eventbrite, you'll get the address and uh, we'll hope to see you there. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Shortly after that though, as I was saying, the following weekend, uh, September 24th, very, very excited um, to be a part of Barry McGuire's upcoming AFS workshop, yes. which stands for Agreement for Sale. Um, Agreement for Sale was is my favorite strategy by far. It's the one that catapulted our business, that helped us grow our portfolio early on. Um, when we ran out of our own money and we also ran out of joint venture prospects, we decided, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to figure out how to do it on my own. And, um, I remember seeing Barry up on stage and Barry was talking about how to buy properties for little to no money down with the seller carrying the financing. And, uh, I'm like, I'm going to do that. And, uh, and I, and we did, uh, Gabby and I, we, uh, even though we were making really good money, we were very bad with our money at, around that time of our life and we didn't have any savings. So we used what was left on, you know, our credit card and we paid for the course, took the course. And within six months, I did my first deal and made five grand. Mm -hmm. I did my first agreement for sale and I ended up wholesaling that agreement for sale to another investor, made a quick five grand and actually paid for the course and, and some. Yeah. And then as soon as I did that, that first deal, it was like, what, like less than a month later, I did yeah. my second deal. Yeah. And that one there, we, um, we ended up getting a 10 year agreement for sale on that one. Um, 
and uh, we still own that one. Yep. And it's been great. Um, we ended up, we renovated that property, uh, did some renovations to it, increased the value, and then it's a long-term buy and hold now. We had a rent-owned tenant buyer in there, and they ended up deciding they didn't want to buy it. So now it's a rental and it cash flows. It's great. Great property. And then after that, it was just more and more and more. As, as soon as I got really, as soon as I got those first two deals, it was like, that was the confidence. That was the, oh, yeah, the sure. one damn deal that I needed. And I got the confidence and I locked up like, fuck, how many properties did I lock up that year? It was ridiculous. Yeah. It was like, I was doing campaigns after campaigns after campaigns, just like locking up deals. Um, I got really good at it. Once I figured out how I wanted to do it, it was, it, it became very easy. It yeah. was just a numbers game. Um, anyways, that, but that's, 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 that's how we grew our business. Um, that's, that's my expertise. And I, and I love teaching that strategy. I don't teach it very much on my own, just out of respect to Barry McGuire and Donna McGuire. They, they were the ones that taught me, mm-hmm. you know, how to do that and other creative strategies. And, you know, that's, that's their course. And, and just out of respect, I mean, they, they, they're the ones, you know, that, that teach that course and any opportunity I get to, to, to be a part of their courses, I'm always there. Yeah. Anytime they call, I'm always there. I love sharing my stories. I love sharing my my um, my techniques on how I do it. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a bunch of other focus team experts that are going to be there as well. Andrea Workenden, uh, Neil Taniguchi. Um, I'm not sure who else is on, is on board for this one live in Edmonton. Um, well, but Dean, I but Dean I know. Sorry. Will Dean be there? Uh, he might be. I think so. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm just not sure. He's in Calgary. So, um, but this this live event is going to be in uh, in Edmonton. Um, and I really, really, truly think that if, if you're looking for another way to, to, to acquire properties, you know, and you don't have the money or you don't have the joint venture prospects, this is the way to do it. It's the way I did it. Yeah. Um, (laughs) I mean, if you're sitting there and you're like, oh, I want to do it the same way you did it, Wayne. Well, that's, that's the way that I did it. Yeah. And there's never been a better time with, well, there's, there's been, there's, it is, I'm not going to say it's never been the better, a better time because there's, there's always good times, but this is a really good time to be opportunity in the market. Yeah. Opportunity in the market because of the interest rates, because of every, everything else going on and you know, the rising mortgage payments and stuff like that. There's a lot of sellers who are looking to get out mm-hmm. and we're going to start to see a huge increase in foreclosures and we already have. I've, um, I've heard some stats. Um, I don't know how much of them are true, but I've heard some stats that foreclosures are starting to increase across Canada. And, you know, these, if you can find a way like I did to find sellers or owners before they go hand the keys over to the bank and say, I can't do this anymore. If you can find, if you're good at marketing, right. And you're good at building trust, there is endless opportunities Mm -hmm. to help families who are in bad situations and to acquire properties with little to no money down and, and, and really good terms for financing. Yeah. No mortgage qualifications. It's really great. So if that's something that interests you, September 24th, um, go to barrymaguire.ca and sign up for that. Gabby and I will be there. Obviously I love it. I'm, I'm still learning every time I go to those events. Absolutely. I don't know how many I've been to now. Yeah. But it's because I'm, it's not, um, it's not just like a, I guess, regular turnkey buy and hold where like you just, if the numbers work, you buy it and you put renters in and you rent it. It's like, it can be adapted to different situations and um, there's different terms and different lengths. And so Mm. there's always some way that somebody's done it that's new or different that you can learn from. And um, I think that's what's so cool about it is that it's adaptable. Yeah. I'm going to throw a little spin on this for you guys. Just something to think about today. You know, maybe you're thinking, ah, It's not really right for me. Well, for those of you that were at our fix and flip workshop two weekends ago, think about this. Okay. One of the, one of the most common things that we're, you know, concerns that we have with people who want to get into fix and flips is they don't know where to find the deals. They don't know where to find a property. They don't know how to acquire a property cheap enough that has a good enough spread. Now think about this. Um, let's say, for example, you needed to get that property at $300,000 in order for it to work as a flip. But this seller off market is just being super stubborn and will not go below 320000 And you're kind of sitting there and you're like, so close, you know, should I do it? It's going to affect my profits, right? But 
I don't know. No, I'm going to walk away from it. And you walk away from it because the lowest they'll go is 320 and you need it at 300. But what if the seller was able to provide you financing for six months? What if they said, I will carry the mortgage for you for six months while you renovate it. And then when you're done, you sell it and then pay me out the remainder. And what if that seller was holding sweet 2.4% interest rate? They had low payments. Right? I'm going to do that thing that I like to do. I don't know if you can guess again. I'm typing. I'm going. I'm pulling up a mortgage calculator. Okay, because I'm going to give you some actual math here. What did I say? 2.4%? And they're holding it on a 200 and... Let's see. So they're they're paying principal and interest payments, obviously, because they're paying to a, a mortgage lender. But their interest component on their payments is only four hundred and fifty dollars, approximately. Okay. How much in interest are you paying every month when you go to a private lender for a fix and flip? So if you were to lock up this property for three hundred thousand dollars, and you put twenty percent down, right? Or let's let's say zero money down. Let's say, let's say you put ten thousand dollars down with Calvert, the realtor, because both these deals are zero money down. You paid sixteen uh, percent interest. Your monthly interest payments would be four thousand dollars. However, if the seller was to finance it for you. And you got you were able to take advantage of their super low interest rates. Your interest payments would only be four hundred and fifty dollars every month. If you were holding on to that property for five months, that means there's seventeen thousand five hundred dollars worth of savings in interest right there. You just got your three hundred dollar. Hmm? You you essentially just took out the twenty grand that you didn't want to pay extra on that property. It's six and a half dozen. Yeah. What that mean? It's it is it is seriously six and a half dozen. Because if you think about it, you can either buy it for three hundred and two thousand five hundred dollars, or you can get or you can buy it from them for three twenty with a sell it with an agreement for sale, and you would make the exact same profit. Mm -hmm. What's the key thing here, though? The key thing is that you got what you wanted. And the seller got what they wanted. Yeah. And that's creating a win-win. The seller was still able to get to the price that they needed. They weren't being stubborn. They just had shit to pay for. Right? They still got their 320. They were able to get out of that property and pay off the debts that they had associated with it or attached to it. Mm -hmm. You were able to get, though you paid more, you saved $17,500 in interest. So you were able to still get the profit that you wanted from the flip. You didn't have to qualify for a mortgage. And you were able to close relatively quickly. Yes. This is the kind of stuff that like the stuff that people aren't talking about. I mean, most people, they think of agreement for sales. They think of like, you know, low money down, desperate sellers, that kind of thing. But you got to look at it like all the different possibilities there are, that are available with stuff like this. Yeah. There's some great opportunities to create some win-wins, help some families out of bad situations, create win-wins and, you know, acquire more properties. And that can work for fix and flips too. Not enough people are utilizing it because not enough people are educated. So get the education. And what Barry always says is when you understand the strategy, you'll recognize the opportunities. Absolutely. Right. And there's another opportunity right there. September 24th, if you guys are interested in registering for that one, go to barrymaguire.ca. And um, Cody did ask a good question, which I was actually just going to, um, I was going to clarify that. And then I thought, ah, I don't know if anybody um, would need that clarification or not. But Cody says, they move out and we pay the payments for the time we hold the property, correct? Yes. Mm -hmm. And then he continues with an AFS for long-term buy and hold, we get the pay down. How does the pay down work for this short term? 
Same. Same, same? Yeah. So that's why Wayne only mentioned, um, he, he was only calculating the interest component. I was because, just making a point. Yeah. But also, it's also be, like you are paying <laughs> the, the seller's full mortgage payment. Which is a thousand bucks. Yeah. Which is a thousand or whatever. But you are getting the the pay down on the on the mortgage. Like that's so at the end of it, when you sell it, that money comes back to you. That equity comes back to you, not to the original seller. So um, that interest portion of the 400 or whatever he said is the only part that you are paying and not getting back because that's going to the bank. And Cody, so Cody is is part of the the REI Master's Mentorship Program. Cody, if you go into the Master's Vault, um, you have access to the Agreement for Sale Home Study course. So if you're interested in that, you have access to the, the free course there. Um, and those of you guys that are thinking about potentially, you know, joining the master's mentorship program, um, this course is the home study course is, is free as part of it. Um, not to mention rent to owns, wholesaling, fix and flips, joint ventures, right. Um, but for those of you guys that are just interested in taking the agreement for sale course and you want to go live, I mean, this is the place to do it. Okay. All that from an upcoming event. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was important. Absolutely. I it was important to share that. Yeah. Um, some people were not aware that that was a thing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, some people took the Flex and Flip course and they're still, uh, you know, still kind of sitting on the fence a little bit. Mm-hmm. Right? I told everyone at that Fix and Flip workshop that I'd be watching you. Still waiting. I haven't <laughs> seen any writing, anyone writing any offers yet. Which worries me. Was it was it my presentation? Was it our presentation? Did we not provide enough value? Did we not literally go into every single corner of detail and education? If it was me, please let me know. <laughs> um, did did Joey ever put his question in the comments here? I don't believe so. Let's uh, scroll back and see here. I feel like he did, but I saw that he also put a message to me, so I don't know if I'm confusing the two. Yes, he did. Interesting. Well, we'll do a little scrolling here, see if we can find Joey's question. I I have it. I can read it. Oh, okay. Yeah, sure. Okay. So So, um, Joey tried to call in earlier, but we were losing him. So his question is, if you run into issues during a flip and you're starting to run out of contingency funds and running, um, plus running into profits... Do you look to cut costs in other places, say staging or other places? No. What happens when you cut costs in other places, Wayne? It's going to affect your sale price. Yeah. It's going to affect your sale price and it's going to affect the desirability of it. I think that if you're running out of money, go find more money. Um, do you want to do it? Do you want to do it right? Or do you want to do it wrong? So that's my thoughts on it. Yeah. So there's, um, and I, I think personally the, you know, like of course affecting the sale price is a big thing, but desirability, like, okay. So if you cut corners and you don't have the best renovation and then you just list it for less in theory, as long as it's listed prop like at the proper price for the type of renovation you did Mm -hmm. then it should sell right but if you don't do the renovation properly and you cut costs and let's say you don't stage it and all that kind of stuff and you still list it at the price that you need you're like i need this price do you think you're going to sell it right away or do you think you're going to end up holding it for a couple months and having you know all those extra holding costs so that desirability factor is very, very, very important with flipping. He says this is not real life. He was just curious. Okay. Um, but yeah. that's that is that is our opinion on it. And yeah. and you know what I was about to do? I was about to raise money for Joey here. I was about to say, okay. <laughs> I was I was about to say, okay, who wants to get involved in uh, Joey's project? Who wants to make a good return? Who's got who's got ten grand? Who wants to invest ten thousand dollars into this fix and flip? And Joey will walk you through the property. He'll teach you everything you need to know. You'll get a great return on your money. Who's interested? Mm-hmm. I was about to, but Joey doesn't need it. He's good. He was just curious. Yeah. Um, just when you're laughing. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
that's that's our opinion. I mean, like you know, and and things happen. I I, I can't say that we've done a, a fix and flip where we haven't gone over budget. No, we definitely haven't. Um, it's, I mean, there's there's like you know, there's budget, and then there's like, I, I don't even I don't even try to 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 nail down an exact price because I know there's always little stuff. There's always little stuff that comes up that's mm-hmm. a couple grand at least. Um, but you just we have enough of a buffer in there. We have a good enough spread that, you know, we're always covered just in case. And that's, that's the way we approach it. We're not too concerned because we're not going to run out of money in our, in our situation. So, um, but yeah, things always come up, you know, and, and you still, you got to finish it properly. If you don't stage that thing, um, I've talked about this. I can't remember if I talked about it on the show, but <clears throat> if you don't, um, staging sorry virtual staging is like ridiculously good these days like it's it, it looks real mm-hmm. it's very good and we get our virtual pictures back and we're always like oh my god it's amazing and you know we, we put the listing up and i'm sure everybody else is thinking the same thing oh wow this house is amazing and then they get into the house and it's the staging's not there and it's cold yeah and when they talk there's an echo you know what i mean and it's almost better for them to see it just as it is because like when with the virtual staging, like they have this higher, it's like expectation. Oh, yeah, expectation of it. And then they walk in and they're a little bit less enthused about it. And that affects, that's, that's a mental game that affects yeah. their overall decision. Um, it just makes them like, feel like, Oh, wah, wah. Like, even though it's beautiful, yeah. even though you did a beautiful renovation, they walk in and it's a wah, wah. Well, it's like, you know, putting your best picture on Tinder and then showing up in like a wife beater. You know what I mean? Do you have and experience like... with that? <laughs> Sorry. It's a funny example. <laughs> but like, I, I, you know what I mean? Like showing your best self online and then you show up and you're like, oh, uh, you don't look anything like your picture. Um, that's kind of, that's the, the exact example of, mm-hmm. <laughs> of, you know, how you list your fix and flip properties. And that's the problem. I mean, like, you know, if the picture had been accurate enough, you know, that the, the very least it would meet your expectations. But when you show up and you have these, you know, oh my gosh, I can't wait to see that couch or the, the stage like that. I, I, you know, you get there and it's just, it's not the same. It's a really beautiful house. Like you did a great job in the renovation. It's got, like Gabby said, it's better to not have any virtual staging in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And f- for them to at least know what to expect. Yeah. And if they love it, then they're, then they're not going to be, um, uh, they're not going to be disappointed when they get there. Right. Yeah. Do you have a joke? You're kind of smirking at me. <laughs> Garrett. I was trying. I, I was, <clears throat> You trying to straight face. You can't keep it together. When you're sitting there and you're just like your fingers like, like okay, you're trying so to hold back this joke. Garrett says, is that why you didn't recognize me, Wayne? <laughs> and I'm sorry, I like so I didn't um actually meet Garrett or like at the flip that he came to, and I was a little bit disappointed. <clears throat> so I don't know how Garrett showed up, but I just think that that's Garrett really showed up looking good. Did he? Oh yeah. I'm like, who's this handsome fella? <laughs> but Garrett doesn't doesn't look like his profile picture. I don't know why. I didn't put it together. <laughs> and and also your your wife's hair is like dark brown in your profile picture. And your wife's hair is not dark brown. So like I didn't put it together at all, at all. <laughs> I remember him saying Garrett, and I'm like, I know Garrett. I'm like Garrett, 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 <laughs> Garrett. And then it was like after he left, I'm like Garrett. You must didn't have felt like such a jerk. What's that? You must have felt like such a jerk. And that Parkview um, yeah. uh, meetup that we did, tons of people. I didn't know yeah. anyone. Yeah, tons of people I didn't know. I think I recognized like. <laughs> Like our 10 out of the 60 people that were there. Yeah. And it was like like our mentorship group. (laughs) Yeah. So there was this huge long train of people following me through this 900 square foot house. And it was just like, everything was so tight. And then I just caught a glimpse of this, this, again, this handsome fella. And I said, what's your name? (laughs) 
he said, Garrett. It's nice to meet you, Garrett. And um, anyways, but it was a little overwhelming that day. Um, I just got to that property the day before. Yeah. And really, I, like before Didn't have solid plans. We, we showed up, we showed up to that meeting and then someone showed up like a half an hour early. Yeah. And so I didn't get a chance to walk to the property and try and figure out what it was. So it was. And then everybody just came in and then hopped on the train and then it was, it was too overwhelming. So it sounds like I'm trying to defend myself here. Eh? Yeah, it does. Sound desperate. Yeah. That's what happened. A little bit. I want him to know. <laughs> Anyways. Um, that is pretty funny joke though. Um, Otwell is getting staged today. Yep. Yeah. So, um, my mom and I went over there yesterday. Uh, we were having some sprinkler issues, some cheap crappy sprinkler issues. Um, those darn oscillators when you put them on timers. <laughs> so we, we set it up on timers cause we just, um, graded and seeded the backyard. And so we set up a couple sprinklers. It was on timers. Everything was great. Uh, but the first morning that the sprinkler ran, um, the, sprinkler got stuck in one position so it wasn't oscillating and it created like a little like very minor little trench in the in the yard where the new dirt was laid so we had to go rake that out and and reseed a little bit and I brought like the craziest sprinkler I've ever seen I got it for like clearance at London Drugs Mm -hmm. and I wish there was more of them because I would go and buy like 20 of them they are so cool it was like um just this crazy sprinkler that covers and enormous square footage and it's like so cool you can like change the directions with like little clips and like the spread of it on on either side it's like this like really cool sprinkler okay anyway so i set up the one sprinkler to cover the backyard and it's pretty awesome so hopefully that's all working now but while we were there um the staging trailer was in the driveway oh yeah and um inside they had moved in some of the furniture so it's not set up but there was a bunch of uh there's like a couch and a bunch of tables and stuff oh, nice. all ready to go so yeah they're staging today and um all you all you greasy people who came to our <laughs> our flip meet up last friday and left marks all over the walls i saw them <laughs> you got to you got to have there today uh i actually our cleaner was available so um oh. after she cleans our house today she's heading over there and she's going to uh wipe down the walls and the counters and stuff oh nice and repolish the sinks oh nice yeah <laughs> Hashtag #kids Jeremy says that was me. Sorry. Yeah, there's like some pretty interesting uh, greasy marks on the walls. Well, it was fucking hot. Yeah, you were all probably sweaty and leaning on the walls. Everybody was leaning on the walls. Everybody was like, "Ah," just like, everyone had beads of sweat on their face. (laughs) And then just like when they were talking, like you could just see like the beads of sweat whipping across the room. You're just like flipping everywhere and just smacking other people in the face. Come on out to our meetups. (laughs) No, I'm just. I'm exaggerating, but yeah. yeah, everybody was really hot in there. Yeah, so the cleaners there uh, the, later this afternoon to nice. uh, clean up after you guys, and then oh, <laughs> we, we talked about this. We talked about I... the problem with having meetups after the cleaner has been there, like yeah. when the renovation's done and it's been cleaned. It's like yeah, and I think that I was I even pre-complained about um, using the sinks, and because when the sinks are nicely polished, like yeah. the stainless steel sinks, and then one person uses a drop of water and the whole sink is ruined. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I told her she's going to need to polish up that sink so that we can get some good pictures tomorrow. Yes. Yeah. Photography tomorrow. And the lawn's getting, the front lawn will be um, cleaned up today or tomorrow as well. Either tonight or first thing tomorrow morning. Mowed? Yeah, mowed and trimmed. Do you mow uh, when you're seeding? No, the front yard. He's seeding the front yard. Yeah, I know, but it's it's not dirt. Yes, you can mow. You can mow when you're seeding and... Nothing's sprouting when it's 30 degrees out. <laughs> Liam's been working really hard on that. I know, but it's it's been 30 degrees for weeks on end, and it's really hard for grass to grow. It's not his fault. Hmm. Yeah. 30 degrees for weeks on end. Uh, Taylor says, Gabby, you ordered a super cool kitchen faucet. How are we not supposed to play with it? Yes, I saw. I was, you know, I almost. There were a lot of videos. I almost commented on Jeremy's video that he posted being like, get away from my kitchen sink. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not worried about the greasy fingers. I'm worried about the splattered stainless steel sink. Um, 
Yeah, uh, I've I keep I keep talking about how awesome Amazon is for faucets, but I don't know if anybody's actually listening to I me. Just um, uh, what? I can't understand why blue. It, so the faucet has colors; it changes colors when the water is cold and when the water is hot. Mm-hmm. But it it's blue for cold, mm-hmm. red for hot, green, green for warm. For, for good. It doesn't turn red. Yes, it does. We had that thing on. I'm pretty sure Jeremy's video, it turned red. It turned red? Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay, because it was pretty hot and it was still green and everyone's like, oh, oh, wow. I guess it's just green. Okay. All right, then. Guys, we're probably just working it in. Anyways, yeah, these um, these kitchen faucets you can get on Amazon for like 80, 90 bucks, which is amazing because faucet, kitchen faucets for like a nice matte black kitchen faucet at like Home Depot or or Rona or whatever is like $300 minimum. Yeah. So 80, 90 bucks on Amazon is, is pretty, pretty skookum. And yeah, they have little LEDs. So it changes with the temperature of the water. And I mean, how cool is that? You can also pay a little bit extra and get like, um, the motion sensor one. So you just wave your hand and it turns on. What? Yeah. Just like at whatever store you go into and use the bathroom and it's touchless. So yeah, you can pay like 120 and get a touchless one, but I I I just get the. We need those for our meetups. Yeah, <laughs> greasy plaza. You guys, I love you all. I'm just joking about being greasy. She's just extending on my joke that I did last week. Yeah. <laughs> you guys and your greasy kids. Greasy kids. Yeah. yeah. It's totally fine. It's it's the fact that we had it cleaned, and then it's like, oh, why are we doing that? Why would we pay? 400 and some odd dollars to have it cleaned and then it gets all dirty again yeah but she'll only be in there for like i i was like i only need you for like an hour two tops um just to kind of wipe down surfaces polish the sink and sweep and vacuum out for the pictures so it'll be perfect wow our show's almost over crazy we've just been well we did talk about agreement for sales there for some time and i that was something that i promised and yeah, I thought that was important. So um, there is something I want to talk about a couple things. Uh, but I also... Uh, hey, Gabby. Mm-hmm. Have you been posting uh, our rental app? Mm-hmm. Okay. I haven't reminded you in a while. No, I have. Um, and obviously, we're basically at September 1st. So... Um, oh, yeah, so I was trying desperately to line up viewings for this past uh, Friday and Sunday. I had somebody available to do um, showings, yeah. And the timings, I could like I couldn't get anybody available for the right time that they were that our showing person was available. So um, unfortunately, I couldn't get anybody in before before this week. And now that we're like uh, September th- or August thirtieth. 29th 30th this week i didn't want to bug the tenants on their last final days before they're moving out so oh, these are the people that are moving out yeah okay so, so it's not vacant i was gonna say why are you quitting so early no 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 it's not vacant i just felt like that was like really rude to be scheduling viewings on you know when they're fi- doing their final pack up and getting out yeah so, and it doesn't look good anyways yeah and it's gonna look like crap with all their boxes everywhere so i decided to uh i'll wait until the first um to i mean i'm gonna i'm still talking to people and, but I'll start scheduling again on the first. Right. Um, and then, yeah, that other one doesn't move out until September uh, 15th and they've paid, they've already paid um, until the end of September. So that one, again, I'm not worried about. Um, yeah, but yeah, lots of responses coming in for, um, for moving in either like later into September or October 1st. So, oh, okay. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Uh, we also got a, uh, an email yesterday come through. We did. And um, uh, Gabby and I were... It was such funny timing because wasn't it yesterday's show that we were talking about those annoying tenant things that come through and how easy they are to deal with now that we just like have, have been through it all? It was easy. It, oh, yeah, totally. It but was it was easy. definitely an email that most people don't want to see. Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah, you um, you definitely put it out there in the world. Yeah. Uh, the world's like, I'll throw something at you. You want, you want some excitement? You want something to deal with, huh? huh? Yeah. Uh, well, Gabby's like, oh, yeah, I got an email from a tenant, but I sh- probably shouldn't bring it up to you. And I'm like... No, I hadn't read it yet. I just saw the first line come through um, saying, like, I hope this email receives you well. We have a 
the the subject line was lease. And then the next line was like, but uh, we have a problem that we would like to address. And I was like, oh boy. So I didn't read it all day because I didn't want to ruin my day. You brought it up while I was in the car with you. And I'm like, all right, read it. <laughs> I was just talking about this yesterday. I'm like, I don't, you know, I you don't, don't get involved. I don't get involved in those things. But I'm like, all right, just let's here. Let's, I'm, this is what I'm good at. I mean, like, it's not to say that, like, I'm not good at it. I'm really good at dealing with tenant stuff because I look at it as a business owner and I don't get emotionally involved. Not to say you do, but um, it's easier for me because mm-hmm. I, I just look at it. I analyze it really quickly. And we did. So, yeah. Um, do you want to do you want to talk about it? We got about 10 minutes left. Yeah, sure. Um, so <clears throat> we had tenants move in in July to one of our main floor suites. And they moved in in July? Yeah. So July, August. So they've been there for two months. Two months. They haven't exactly been the easiest ones from the beginning. They haven't. So they were, they were um, pretty good on paper. They're a professional couple, uh, one older child. So like really an ideal situation because like, you know, young kids on a main floor, you get all the noise and stuff. So Mm. a pretty ideal situation for main floor tenant um, profile. Uh, two professionals, uh, both, I think, within the banking industry, if I remember. Um, so they moved provinces and moved in. And since they moved in... Were these the guys that wanted to bring their own washer and dryer? Yeah, from mm-hmm. Quebec, because it's normal to move with your appliances. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So they came from Quebec. And um, they had actually just um, gotten married, gone on their honeymoon, and were moving across the country. So moving to Alberta, they had a fam, uh, family member here and they wanted to, you know, something more for themselves, affordable living, blah, blah, blah. Right. So they, yeah, got married, went on their honeymoon, packed up their place and moved across the country. That's cute. Yeah. Um, they've, they, yeah, they haven't been the easiest. Well, they um, moved here and then instantly, well, so throughout that whole process, there was like, they wanted like a picture of your ID because they didn't think that you were a real person, which is, which is fine, which yeah. is legit for yeah. moving across country and, and sending, Hey, you have to send your first rent payments. Send me thousands of dollars. Yeah. Yeah. Cause that's what we do. Right. And yeah. which is normal when, when they're here, but when they're out of province that, that can make you feel a little unsure, but like, we want to secure that property so that yeah. we stop looking for new tenants. So, but before they sent you money, they're like, how do we know you're real? We're sending you our ID. You're going to steal our identity and our money and blah, blah, blah. Um, they didn't say that, but that's what their concern was. Yeah. And then, thinking. so they asked for yours, which, you know, you ended I up getting on a video. And- yeah, I didn't do. I said, can we get on a video chat? And I just like held it up and showed them while we were on video and everything was fine. They were happy about that. You got to a point though where you're like, should I still pursue this? Cause this is getting fucking annoying. And like, you've been working with that woman for like a long time. Yeah. For weeks. Yeah, and getting finally done. got it off. Then there was the the washer and the dryer stuff. And it was just like, it just seemed to never end. Yeah. And so when they got here, obviously, you know, new province, new city, new, new rules. So um, they, they're, they're missing like a garbage can or something, but turns out it was just like over on the other side of the half duplex. Mm-hmm. Um, so while I, I'm guessing that while it was vacant for a couple of days that the other side might've used it for some extra garbage. So um, there's like, oh, they were freaking out that there was no garbage can. So then mm-hmm. they found it and then the garbage wasn't being picked up. So they missed one of the collection days. And I was like, okay, like, was it, was the lid properly closed? Was it two meters from the <laughs> other can? Was it this? Was it that? And like, we'd provided them with, you know, all of the garbage information, but mm-hmm. were they following it? So um, while we were in actually Punta Cana, it, apparently this was an emergency. The garbage not being picked up was an emergency. So they, they called call our emergency contact, oh, for um, freaking out about their garbage. And so... Um, I told them, like, tell them to call the city and say, you missed collection day, come back and get my garbage. But they were like, we shouldn't have to do that. That should be the landlord. And so they were like freaking out that they had to call the city to -hmm. come and pick up their garbage, which yes, tenant, if your garbage doesn't get picked up, you call the city. I am not calling the city to pick up your garbage. You're the landlord. You figure it out. (laughs) Um, yeah. So anyways, it's just been like little things over and over. And, and they asked to, to meet the owners. Yeah. So they wanted me to come and like meet with me in person. Because they never met the owners. Yeah. And I wasn't available. So I'm like, I'll send somebody. Like if you want to see face, like I'll send somebody. Can't so can't believe we fucking paid <laughs> someone to go down there so that they can meet someone. <clears throat> go on. Sorry. 
I don't even like. We got really into depth here. It doesn't matter. Anyways, just well, showing we're that painting it's been, a picture of like yeah. this is like it's just been like from the beginning, little thing after little thing after little thing, and it's well, only been two months. Well, that's why I was months. shocked. It was July. It's been yeah, <laughs> just under two months. And um, yeah, so the email yesterday was that um, having some marital problems and they're separating and they want out of their lease. Must have been a shitty honeymoon. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, so they're hoping they can terminate their lease. And, uh, you know, I heard that. And, I mean, it's unfor- it, it's 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 legit. I mean, yeah, it, so long as they're not just making that up to get out of their lease, which mm-hmm. I don't, I think that, that if you're going to concoct a lie like that, I mean, geez, that's that's pretty intense. But Well, and they even said, like, so, um, so-and-so is um, still at the house. I've... Yeah. I've moved out. If you would like to go chat with her, like feel free to go to, go over and to figure something out. They're not going to be able to afford it, just the one. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing. It's a fixed term lease. And there is costs associated with someone moving out and finding a new tenant, mm-hmm. right? And we budget and run our business based on someone staying for at least a year, which is what they signed for and which is what they are obligated to. So guess what? They are responsible for the full year. We do not allow people to terminate their leases. Because if we did that every single time something happened to someone's life, which we talked about yesterday, which happens a lot more when 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 you're when you have more tenants, right? Mm-hmm. There's just more things that happen. People have shit that happens in their life. They lose jobs, they break up, stuff like that. You know what I mean? Their car breaks down you'll find that you'll start getting a lot more emails like this as you become more successful, as you get more properties. And you cannot let people's life problems Everybody's get in the way of their obligations with yeah. you. There is a signed lease for a reason. Mm-hmm. So we do not terminate leases. But just recently, in the last couple of years, we've, we've started to offer a termination fee. We let them know that this, as per the Alberta Residential Tenancy Act, you are responsible for the rent for the duration of your term. However, we understand your situation. There is a cost that is associated with us trying to find a replacement. And there's two ways we can do this. We can either, you know, we can either try and find a replacement while you're still living there. Or if you'd like to terminate the lease right now, there will be a two month penalty of the rent, not including utilities. Mm -hmm. If you would like to terminate today, this is the amount that it's going to be. Let us know what day you're going to be moving out and we'll terminate it. Otherwise, you are responsible for the rent until we find a suitable replacement, mm-hmm. which is the law, which yeah. is the requirement in the Residential Tenancy Act. Yeah. If they abandon their lease, as per the Alberta Residential Tenancy Act, if they abandon their lease, the landlord is responsible to find a suitable replacement as quickly as possible for the same or more rent. Mm-hmm. The tenant is responsible for the rent until they find a suitable replacement that's it that's that's the rules so we put the ball back in their court at that point they haven't they have the choice whether to pay for the the penalty for us to terminate it because both parties need to agree to terminate it and in order for us to agree to that this is what we require that is the offer that we made them now they can stay or they can just abandon it. And if they abandon it, then they know legally that they are responsible for the rent until we find a suitable replacement. Yeah. So we can go after them for the for the difference. Yeah. Um, I, I do need to get out of here on time, but Francis asks a great question that I just want to quickly touch on. So Francis says, what if the tenant can get a replacement? And this is my, this is my take on um, tenants helping find a replacement when they want out is that um, yes, they can bring somebody to you if they have somebody interested, but they are getting properly screened by you. And where the problem comes in in this situation is that you don't approve this person because they don't fit your criteria. All of a sudden, the tenant is freaking out saying, I brought somebody who could afford the rent and blah, 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 and you just didn't approve them because you're trying to screw me over. Like they get emotional about it because you didn't approve them when they could have gotten out of their lease. Which can be used against you if you ever get into court with them. Yeah. So if you end up at the RTDRS or small claims court or whatever, 
they can say that they brought people to you and you were just not qualifying them. You need to show yeah. proof and reasonable cause for not approving them. Yeah. And remember that like at this point, it's emotional for them. They are paying, you know, very likely over a thousand dollars, like whatever your rent is. Um, so there, that's a lot of money that they're paying while you're trying to find a replacement. So if that person doesn't fit your criteria, it's likely going to cause issues between you and the current tenant. Which just makes, I mean, there's no yeah. way to avoid so it. Though. I prefer to just like, um, I don't bring up that they, you know, if you want to try to find somebody and let me know, I can screen them. Like I don't even go there. I just say that I'll have it posted and I'll start the process right now. And sometimes they ask if they can help. And of course you can't deny that. Mm -hmm. You can't say no or else that looks bad too, right? But I try to avoid that situation if at all possible. Yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah. All right. A good show, Gab. A good show. Boom. <laughs> Today's Tuesday. I'm headed to the lawyers. You are. So, selling a property. Selling a property. I can't remember which one. Oh, Corinthia. Corinthia. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, I got a story for you tomorrow. Yeah. Okay. Tune in tomorrow. I got a story for you. <laughs> Have a great day, guys. Thanks for listening to the Real Estate Investing Morning Show. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Interested in being a guest on the show? Send us an email to info at reimorningshow.com. 